Okay, good morning, gentlemen. Welcome to our uh, legal holiday breakfast and learn program. And uh, very beautiful, wonderful being here with everyone. Taking advantage of our morning off, our day off to start off our morning with um, dedicating some of our extra time this morning to uh, learning together. We're going to meet Hashem. We're starting off the day in a beautiful way together. We should experience a beautiful day. The remainder of the day should be beautiful. All of our days should be beautiful till 120. Hashem should give us... Amen. Lots of goodness and lots of muchness and much muchness. Yes, okay. So we're going to discuss this morning a um, a uh, brief but interesting topic. We're going to talk about. So we have Roshan is coming up in exactly three weeks. Three weeks from tonight. Uh, three weeks from today, actually. Three weeks from this morning, and from last night, believe it or not, is Roshana. Three weeks from last night, we will be dipping the apple in the honey and making the bracha loud and clear. That's right. Um, that's three weeks from last night. Three weeks from this morning, from about, uh, you know, maybe an hour or two from now, we will be hearing the chauffeur. We'll all be hearing the chauffeur. And I want to throw a question out to the Eilam. Well, no, one of the, like, the, the most central, if not the central part of Rosh Hashanah, the focus is the chauffeur that we hear the morning of the first day and the second day. It's very dramatic gets a lot of attention, there's a lot of hype, we build up to it, we make a separate shoifer for the women. It's a mitzvah from the Torah. Everybody knows that. There's a mitzvah from the Torah to blow the shoifer. Yom Teruah Yelachem. The Torah says, it shall be a day of blowing the shoifer. It's a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah daraisa. The question is like this. What exactly is the mitzvah? What's the mitzvah of the shoifer? What, are, what, 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 what action are we doing when we perform the mitzvah? What's the action that the Torah asks us to do to perform the mitzvah? Is the action of the mitzvah blowing the shoifer or hearing the shoifer? Everybody hear the question? Two different ways of looking at it. What's the maisaha mitzvah? What's the mitzvah the Torah is asking me to do? To blow the shoifer or to hear the shoifer? True. But what's the mitzvah? When am I performing the mitzvah? When I blow or when I hear? Oh, 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 very good. Let's look at let's look at the bracha. What's the bracha that we make? When you do a mitzvah, you make a bracha on a mitzvah, right? What's the bracha you make on the mitzvah? What's the bracha that we make before we do the mitzvah? Rabbi Gavrilin just told us. Bracha you make is lishmoya kol shoifer. And this comes, this is what is brought down in Shulchan Aruch, and this is what it says in the tour. It says, the Kaidim Shayitka, before, the Kaidim Shayitaka, before you blow on the Shoifer, Yevarech, you should make a bracha, this is the tour, Kuf, Tav, Kuf, Pehei, Yevarech, you should make the bracha, Lishmaya Kol Shoifer. Make the bracha of, to hear the sound of the Shoifer. Making a bracha to hear the sound of the Shoifer. So, putting everything together, if the Torah gives me a mitzvah of Shoifer and Rosh Hashanah, and I have to make a bracha on every mitzvah, normally, if I would want to figure out what the mitzvah is, I look at the text of the bracha. How do we formulate the bracha? It says the tour. What's the bracha we make? Lishmaya. To hear the Shoifer. The, blessed are you, art thou, God, creator of the universe, who has commanded us, sanctified us, and commanded us with the commandment of hearing the Shoifer. Hearing the Shoifer. So what does it sound like? What's the mitzvah? Here, it sounds like the mitzvah is hearing the shoifer. And not only that, not only that, mamish, um, 
we have here Ruach Memaluloi, the 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 Halo of the tour. We actually heard now coming from Rabbi Gavilan himself. The argument that Rabbi Gavrilin brought uh, that we can infer from the text of the bracha what the mitzvah is, the tour exactly says the, exactly the same thing just in the reverse. He says, says the tour, listen to this, Rabbi say. Why do we make a bracha on hearing the shoifer and not blowing the shoifer? We don't say litkoya, the shoifer. Blessed out there, God, who commands us to blow the shoifer. Says the tour, why don't we say that? that? That's what the guy is doing. He's blowing. Why don't we make the bracha on blowing? Says the tour explicitly, the mitzvah is not blowing. Ella bishmiel, the mitzvah is to hear the shofar, not to blow the shofar. And he brings a proof. He brings a proof that the mitzvah is done by hearing. The mitzvah is not done by blowing. You're not doing the mitzvah when you blow the shofar. You're only doing the mitzvah when you hear the shofar. Kedetnan, as we learned, There's a mission of Rosh Hashanah that if I blow the shofar, I'm standing above ground and I find a manhole. I put the shofar into the manhole and. I blow into the manhole, but it wouldn't sound like that if I didn't the manhole, because the manhole would muffle the, the sound. You put the shoifer into the manhole, and I'm standing above the manhole, above ground, I blow the shoifer into the manhole, I can't really hear it, it muffles the sound of the shoifer. The Mishra says, you're not Yoytzeh, you don't get the mitzvah. Says the Torah, one moment, if the mitzvah is just to blow the shoifer, I blew it. I blew it. But if the mitzvah is to hear it, I blew it. Right? Because you got to hear it, and you didn't hear the shoifer, you didn't hear it. So that's why... You don't get the mitzvah when you're tekeila seichabor when you stick the shofar into the manhole and you didn't hear it because clearly the mitzvah is hearing and therefore we make the bracha of lishmaya. So the, it's explicit tour. What, what an amazing idea to pack it, Rabbi said. Right away we have a, a wonderful idea taken to Roshana, which is coming three weeks from now. The mitzvah should someone corner you on the street and ask you, "What's the mitzvah of shofar? What, what are you doing? What's the ma'isan mitzvah? What's the action that you have to do to get the mitzvah?" Say, well, the truth says explicitly, hearing and not blowing. And that's why we make the bracha of lishmaya on the, the on the on the mitzvah of hearing the shofar. We can bring more proofs to this. The truth is, we can bring more proofs. Uh, there's a halach in shulchan aruch. What if you steal somebody's shofar? You steal somebody's shofar and you blow with a stolen shofar. Now, there's normally a, mit, a, a halacha that you can't get a mitzvah with something that's stolen. Lulav hagazel. You steal a lulav, you don't get the mitzvah. So, what is the halacha? When you steal a shoifer and you blow with a stolen shoifer, what's the halacha? The halacha is actually you are yotze. Shulchan Aruch brings down, not, not in Bali, but Shulchan Aruch brings down from Yushami, that if you have a stolen shoifer, you have a stolen shoifer, you, you blow with the stolen shoifer, you're yotze with the stolen shoifer. Ah, you can't be makayim a mitzvah with something stolen. Stolen goods, you can never get a mitzvah. A stolen lulav, a stolen esrig. That's everyone that was famous Mishnah. You're not yoytza with, with stolen goods. You, you can't get a mitzvah with a stolen lulav. How come a stolen lulav? I don't get the mitzvah. The stolen shoifer, I do get the mitzvah. The answer is, What's the maisa mitzvah? By the lulav, the mitzvah is to take the lulav and shake the lulav. The mitzvah involves the, the item. It's a mitzvah to use the item. Shake the lulav. I'm shaking the stolen goods. I can't get a mitzvah with a stolen item. By the shoifer, the mitzvah is not blowing the shoifer. The, the shoifer is, is not the item that the mitzvah involves the mitzvah. The mitzvah is just to hear a sound. The shoifer is incidental. The shoifer is incidental. It's just there as a vehicle to produce a sound. The mitzvah is not blowing, so the mitzvah is not involving an item, as we would say, a cheftah mitzvah. The mitzvah is to hear sounds that were produced on the shoifer, okay, but the shoifer is incidental. It's not like the lulav where the mitzvah requires the lulav. The, the lulav is the mitzvah item, Wherein, if it's stolen, it's no good because you can't have a stolen mitzvah item. By the shoifer, the mitzvah is just hearing musical notes 
that gerada, incidentally, were produced on a shoifer, but the shoifer is not the item of the mitzvah. Therefore, if it's stolen, you still get the mitzvah because the mitzvah is is the sound. And as the the um, mafarshim explain, kol enoy nigzal, you can't steal sound. Go try stealing the sound wave, right? Now we're not talking about pirating music, okay? And downloading something that was uh, that, that somebody ripped and uploaded to the cloud. We're not to- talking about that. that's something else. That's 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 uh, that's uh, um, um, copyright rights. What do they call it? Um, um, patent rights, not patent rights. Information, information rights. We're not talking about information rights. Intellectual, Intellectual property. Yes, thank you. We're not talking about that. We're talking about sand waves. Sand waves are not something that can be stolen. You can't steal a sand wave. Try stealing a sand wave from somebody. Where are you going to put it? Um, the mitzvah is sand waves. Um, therefore, the the fact that the shofar is stolen is not a, is negligible. Is not a concern because you're not getting the mitzvah with the shofar. You're getting the mitzvah with the sand that comes out of the shofar. Amazing idea. Very very love this. We'd say a Talmudic, a classic Talmudic idea over here. But they go very much hand in hand. Again, the bahag, the, the tour gets to start. By the way, the tour is quoting this from a bahag. The tour quotes the bahag that the mitzvah is to hear the shofar, not to blow the shofar. Therefore, one nafkamina, one immediate difference that it makes in halach is the bracha l'shmoya, not l'tkaya. A second difference is that um, I'm able to to um, get the mitzvah with the stolen shofar because if the mitzvah would be to blow, then the mitzvah involves an item. You can't do a mitzvah with stolen goods with a stolen item, but the mitzvah is not. Blowing the mitzvah's hearing, and nothing is stolen. The sand waves, maybe, but you can't steal sand waves. You can't steal sand. You can't steal sand from somebody. There's a third, I think, proof to this, uh, a, 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 a proof with using Talmudic logic. If the mitzvah would be blowing the shoifer, then it would be nearly inconceivable as to how you can have one person blowing the shoifer for the whole congregation. Let's try to figure this out together. Let's say the mitzvah would be blowing the shoifer. Let's say the mitzvah would be to blow, not to hear. The Torah, who does the Torah give this mitzvah to? It's to one individual in the shul? Who has the mitzvah of Shoifer? All of us. Gans Klaisra, right? Yom Shul Yelochem. Yelochem. All Klaisra, every single member of Klaisra, all the males from 13 and above, women don't really have this mitzvah, because they try to hear it anyway. Who, who, who wants to miss on the Shoifer? But men. Every single man has the mitzvah of the Shoifer. If the mitzvah would be blowing the Shoifer, the action of blowing, how on earth, how does it work that one yid can blow and I got the mitzvah. I didn't blow it. Can somebody shake the lula for you? Can somebody put on tefillin for you? Whenever a mitzvah involves an item, an action, that is an action that has to be performed bodily, with my hands, with my with my mouth, can somebody eat matzah for you? Can I pay somebody to eat matzah for you? Right? Second night, it would be very tempting. The second seder, pays to hire somebody to do the seder for you. Right? The first night... Listen, right, that, that's, that's, uh, Shemei Kohen, that's Dibur, that's Dibur. That's the same with Shafer, no? If, if it's Shmiya, if it's Shmiya. Right, exactly, exactly. So we bring a third proof that it has to be that the mitzvah is Shmiya, not Takiya, because if the mitzvah of the Shafer would be Takiya, blowing the Shafer, how could you have one yid blow if the whole congregation get the mitzvah? If the mitzvah would be blowing, everybody would have to blow the Shafer. Everybody would have to blow. How can you do it with the Shlichus? How can you have the Shlich Tibur? He might see the Tibur. Every year has to get a lulav and esrog. Every year has to shake their lulav. Every year has to put on his own tefillin. I can't get a, get a shliach to put on tefillin for me, shake the lulav for me. So too, if shoifer would be blowing the shoifer, you wouldn't be able to have one shliach to one bal take care. I could not blow for the entire congregation. Everybody had to blow the shoifer themselves. Yet, we see that the bal take blows for the whole congregation. It must be, again, a third proof to this bahag that we just saw that the mitzvah is 
hearing the shoifer not blowing the shoifer. Now that the mitzvah is hearing, so he just has to produce, produce the, the, the shoifer tones, the kol ha the, 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 the sound of the shoifer, and I heard the sound of the shoifer. Very gishmak. So we have well, three arguments over here as to why the mitzvah has to be the shmiya, not the takiyah. A, when you do it underground, when you don't hear it, you don't even hear it, you clearly have to hear it. B, from the fact that a uh, stolen shoifer is okay. And C, from the fact that one person can be invited to the congregation. What's what's puzzling and what's our dilemma is the base Yosef brings down other Rishonim that say that the bracha that you make before you blow the shoifer is in fact, and indeed, litkaya. He brings down, Urbainatam, he brings down a... Um, a smag, that's one of the Bali Toysvis, the Rimeetam, who is a very well-known Bali Toysvis. The medieval commentators who disagree with the Bahag, and they say, no, the brach that you make is litkaya. When you, when you make the brach on Rosh Hashanah, the brach that you make is litkaya, 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 it's actually machlek, it's within it. Is it litkaya? The Shiltas also holds this way. The Shiltas, I think, says, al-takiya shoifer, is al-takiya on the blowing, or litkaya, two blow. But in any case, there's another camp in the Rishonim that say, that the bracha you make is on the blowing of the shoifer. That's the bracha you make. Thank you, God, for commanding me to blow the shoifer. And here, Rabbi Yisai, we have a doozy of a whopper of a problem over here now. Because if they're making the bracha on blowing the shoifer, it would seem to imply that the mitzvah is the blowing and not the hearing. How could the mitzvah be to blow the shoifer? Hey, we all are three proofs, and that become three questions. If I blow without hearing it, I don't get the mitzvah. If I blow a stolen shoifer, I do get the mitzvah. If I, I can blow for the entire congregation, they all get the mitzvah. They don't blow the shoifer. How can we have a finish in the Rishon to say that the bracha that you make is litkai? What are they going to do with all these three arguments? So, what do we do with this? It would seem like this. To say that these Rishonim hold that the mitzvah is indeed blowing and not hearing it, like, as we just established, it's come out impossible. It's nearly impossible. It's impossible to say that anyone holds that the mitzvah is blowing the shoifer. Because we have three immediate problems. If the mitzvah is to blow, what do you do when you can't hear it? How can one person blow for the whole congregation? You can't shake lulu for somebody. How can you blow the stolen shoifer? It's a stolen mitzvah item. To say that that's the machlaikas, is the mitzvah hearing, is the mitzvah blowing, it's nearly impossible to say that because there's no way out of these three proofs. And there's more and more proofs, by the way, but these are three primary proofs. So what is going on in this machlaikas? Where are these Rishayim coming from? They're being time, the smag, the shiltas that are saying that the brach is on blowing and not on hearing. It must be, we have to look elsewhere to establish the machlaikas. It must be that the machlaikas is not, the debate is not what's the mitzvah, but the debate is the debate in brachas. In, in, in how to formulate a bracha. When you make a bracha on a mitzvah, where do I look in terms of formulating the bracha? And what am I making the bracha on? Meaning, everyone's going to tell you that, yes, the mitzvah you, is fulfilled when you hear, not when you blow. The mitzvah is, here, is fulfilled when you hear the shoifer. That's the mitzvah. Not when you blow on the shoifer. But... Rebbein and the Smag and the Sheiltus will say, you can't make a brach on hearing. That doesn't work. Why? Because at the end of the day, ultimately, as uh, Yosef Ari was pointing this out when we began, it, even if we'll say, even if we'll say the mitzvah is to hear the shoifer, you still got to do something to produce that shoifer sound. The shoifer sound has to be produced. And it has to be produced via someone who is obligated to hear the shoifer. If I would rig up a machine which could somehow just compress air, shoot compressed air through the shoifer and blow the shoifer automatically, let's say out 
automatic shofarmatic 2000, right? We have our shofarmatic 2000 um, power device over here, which you set on a timer and it, it shoots compressed air and it, it, through the shofar, and it has the whole pattern of the tashrats and tashats and tarats. If you would have that shofarmatic 2000, you would not get the mitzvah. Why? Because that's not shofar sound. That, that is eligible for the mitzvah. That's not shoifer sound that I get the mitzvah from. I, it's only called shoifer sound if it's a shoifer sound that's produced by someone that's chayv in the mitzvah. To make it a little bit closer to home, what if a guy would blow the shoifer? Guy blows the shoifer, I also don't get the mitzvah. I, the mitzvah is to hear, is to hear, not to blow. The mitzvah is to hear the shoifer. But I'm not hearing the shoifer, I'm only hearing shoifer sound when the shoifer sounds that are produced by someone that's chayv. Otherwise it's not called shoifer sounds. That being said, so these Rishonim are saying the following. It's true that the mitzvah is to hear the shoifer, but you also have to produce the sound, even if that's not the mitzvah, that's only, um, yes, incidental to the mitzvah, and that's secondary to the mitzvah, but you still got to produce the sound, and there are there are rules and requirements, conditions that have to be met, and what's called shoifer sound? Not every kol ha-shoifer is called. The kol ha-shoifer has to be shoifer sound, which is produced by someone who's chayv, to hear the shoifer, someone who's chayv to hear the shoifer. So we make the bracha on blowing. Aye, but one second. Very, the, 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 the argument is true. Everyone agrees to this. The, 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 the uh, bahag that the tour passes like, the whom we pass like also agrees with this. Everyone agrees that the guy can't blow the shoifer. Your shoifer Matic 2000 device can't blow the shoifer for you. A cotton, you know, a cotton can't blow the shoifer. He's not chayv yet. Everyone agrees to that. But at the end of the day, the mitzvah is the year. Baruch if the mitzvah is still to hear, why are you making the bracha on the warm-up when you should be making the bracha on the main act? Why would they still disagree? It's true. Everyone agrees to the love. This love this is beautiful that you have to, you, it, you, you need a certain specific, um, kol shoifer. Not every sound of the shoifer is called sound of the shoifer. It has to meet the conditions. But again, the mitzvah is the blowing. Why you make the bracha on the tanai, on the condition, when you can be making the bracha on the act itself? The machlekes is like this. Again, the machlekes. He says the machlekes in hilchas brachas, in hilchas brachas, in hilchas brachas on mitzvahs. I'm making a bracha on what? On the mitzvah that I'm about to perform. Every mitzvah comes with a with a performance, with an action. Something you got to do to get the mitzvah. The bracha, as we would say in Lund, has to be chal on something. It has to take effect on what I'm about to do. The bracha is taking effect on what I'm about to do. These Rishonim, Pashas, believe that a mitzvah which is done completely through passivity, a mitzvah which is done through inaction, through me not doing anything, the bracha can't latch onto that. I don't do anything. I'm not doing anything. All I have to do is just stand still and, and be silent and let the sand go into my ears. What did I do? What did I do? I didn't do anything. I, I just stood on standby and I didn't interfere, I didn't get in the way, I didn't talk, and that's why I, how I got the mitzvah. A, an action, which is too insubstantial, it can't even be called an action, I'm not doing anything, I'm not doing anything in that action. These we shouldn't hold, you can't make a bracha on that. The bracha is ultimately, not just on the mitzvah, but on performing a mitzvah. The mitzvah that I'm about to perform. A mitzvah that comes without a performance, that comes, there are mitzvahs that are totally passive, the sound just going in my ears, you can't make a bracha. The bracha has nothing to grab onto. The bracha has nothing to latch onto. The bracha has nothing to take effect on. Ah, but, the Torah did give me an action. It is actionized, Baruch Hashem, and the fact that you have to produce the shoifer sound, that is where the action lies. And not every shoifer sound is called shoifer sound. And we see that the Torah has 
has, has requirements and is particular in what's called the shofar sand and how it has to be produced. A barch yid has to produce the shofar sand. If that's the case, that's where we make the bracha. The bracha has to be chal on something, has to take effect on something, has to latch onto something, and we'll find its 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 a uh, resting place where it can latch onto in the form of producing the sand. And that's why, according to the smag, according to the shiltis, and according to the Rebbeinu Tam, the brachas lit kaya, not because they believe the mitzvah is blowing, the mitzvah is never blowing. As, as we, we already established with the three proofs that we said earlier, the mitzvah is never blowing, it's hearing, but the bracha, bracha has to be made on an action. You can't make a bracha on an inaction. That's where they're coming from. Um, the Bahag obviously disagrees with this. The Bahag believes that, that even if the mitzvah comes through passive, it comes through an inaction, comes through an inaction, just allowing something to go into my head, you could make a bracha on that. He's not bothered by this. He's not bothered by this argument of the other Rishonim that no, mitzvah has to, bracha has to be chal. On a maisa, on a mitzvah, on an action, no, no, a bracha can be chal also on something you do through passivity, through inaction. If that's the mitzvah, that's the mitzvah, I don't care. Action, not action, passive, active. The mitzvah is the mitzvah, and you can make the bracha on the mitzvah. It's very interesting as you find a parallel to the, this machlaikas elsewhere. The machlaikas shows up in one other place. And that is in Megillah. Laying the Megillah. Now, laying the Megillah is actionized. The mitzvah of laying the Megillah is to read the Megillah, is to say the Megillah, not to hear the Megillah. The mitzvah is actually to say the Megillah. And uh, by Mikra Megillah, the Shlech Tzibur is actually being Maitziah, Shemei Koina. His reading is our reading. And what's the brach we make on the Megillah? Al Mikra Megillah. We say Al Mikra Megillah, right? Um... To, in order to, to read the Megillah. So the bracha is an insight that we all talk, agree the Megillah is not like the Shafer. The, 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 um, the, the mitzvah of the Megillah is to read the Megillah. Very nice. Okay, what does that have to do with the Shafer so far? Nothing. So but, how, how come everyone is not reading the same way, you can get someone else's Kiddush, you get someone else's Hamaitzi, you can get someone else's Mikra Megillah. There's a rule. Shemei Ka'ina is someone's speech. If you listen to it, it's like your speech. There's a rule like this in Talmudics. So then it's Work with me with the yeah. but, uh, but the shofar is not speech. The shofar is a sound. So, it's waves. What do you want to argue? You want to say the mitzvah is what? What do you want to say the mitzvah is? The mitzvah is tekiah? So the, the, the <coughs> blowing, but blowing is not speaking. Blowing is is is, is a... Uh, it's just an action of forcing air through a shofar. It's not speaking. It's not speech. The shomei ka'in is by speech. Shomei ka'in is if I say something and you listen, it's like you said it. That's how we are. It's a kiddush from other people. Brachas, Megillah. That's shemei kind That's my speech is like your speech, but my actions are never your actions. If the mitzvah would be tekiyah, that, that's an action of, of, of blowing. My action can never be transferred to you. That's why I can't put on tefillin for you. I can't shake a shofar, shake a, a lulav. I can't shake the shofar either for you, right? Can't shake anything for you. Um, okay, so, so far, so mikra Megillah doesn't seem to have anything to do with the shofar, right? Mikra Megillah is a mitzvah in speech, and my speech is transferred to you. However. However, what about women? There's a famous, famous machlek as we show them. Women. Women are chayiv in Mikra Megillah also. Women are chayiv to hear the Megillah, right? They're chayiv um, just as much as men are chayiv, which is different than, than the shayfer. The shayfer, they're not chayiv really. But Mikra Megillah, they are chayiv. The Gemara says, the chayiv in, in, in Megillah, they were also involved in the salvation. They were also involved in the Purim miracles. They're also chayiv to hear the Megillah. What's the nature of the, of the chiv of women, though? There's a famous, famous machloikas, bahag and benetan, bahag and taisus. A woman is chayv to the megillah, yes. Can she read for a man? Can she discharge a man in his obligation? Can a woman read the megillah for a man? 
we should pass it that yes, she should be able to. If a man is chayv and a woman is chayv, a woman should be able to read for a man. Can a woman make kiddush for a man? Yes, yes, indeedy. For sure she could. It's not recommended. Doesn't look so good for you. No, in halach, it doesn't, it's not so nice. If you have to hear kiddush from your wife, but she could make kiddush for you. For sure she could. For sure she could. <laughs> I remember when I was a bacher, when I was a bacher, I, I had, I had a chaver who went to, for his Shabbos He went to a family somewhere in Yushalayim. He came back and he said they have a very nice practice over there. The husband makes kiddush and the wife makes hamaitzi. For all the guests. The women are chayvan They could make hamaytzi for the man for the guests. Technically, could this also? I guess the, 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 I don't know if they switched off week by week. That one week she did kiddush and he did hamaytzi. One week he did kiddush and she did hamaytzi. I don't know. But technically speaking, a woman can make kiddush for you. A woman can make kiddush for you. Can she read the megillah for you? You're chayvan. She's chayv. She should be able. To, the pasha says in Svar, she should be able to read the megillah for you. So it's a huge machlekes. Taisa brings it down. Taisa brings it from from Bahag and the Bali Taisas and. Taisa says, yes, she could read the Megillah for you, because she's chayv and you're chayv. The Bahag says, no, she can't. She can't read the Megillah. Ah, you're both chayv, why can't she read the Megillah? So the way the Bahag is understood is that she's chayv, her chayv is different than your chayv. You're chayv to read the Megillah. So my, I'm chayv to read it. The reader's reading is my reading. She's only chayv to hear the Megillah. She's only chayv to hear the Megillah, not to read the Megillah. Her chayv is shmiyah. Not kriya. Her chiv is to hear. Not to read. If her chiv is only to hear, that means she has to find someone who's saying a Megillah, and she hears the Megillah, she heard the Megillah. But being that her chiv is not to read, she can't discharge me, because my chiv is to read. I have to find someone else whose chiv is to read, and their reading is like my reading, so I got the mitzvah of reading. Her mitzvah is only to hear, not to read them. And when she's reading, she's not performing the mitzvah of reading the Megillah, because she's not chiv to read the Megillah. Coin to Bahag, we have a very serious parallel between Megillah for Nashim, and shoifer for everyone. Shoifer for everyone is hearing. Megillah for women is hearing. And the Beis Yosef writes that according to the Ba'ad, the mitzvah, if a woman hears the Megillah, she should say, Lishmaya Mikro Megillah. Lishma, either, Sashai Lishmaya Esa Megillah, Lishmaya Mikro Megillah. But to hear and not to read, because again, the mitzvah is upon the hearing and not the reading. Aye, that's only passive, that's, that's inactive, yes, but the Ba'ad believes we don't have any problems as long as this, this is the mitzvah, this is what I make of the bracha, and it doesn't bother us that the Maitan mitzvah may be inactive, may be passive. The bottom line is the mitzvah is hearing. That's how you make the brachan. And um, according to Tosis, when women, even when they hear the Megillah, they should say, Al Mikra Megillah. That's what they should be saying. They shouldn't be saying Lishmaya, but the Bahag, Lishitas, the Bahag, in line, consistent with what he, what he believes by the Shoifer, he would tell us to say that, 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 that the women should be saying um, Lishmaya Es HaMegillah. So the bottom line is, in summary, Rabbi Isai, we discovered the father. We have three proofs that established with solidity the mitzvah by the shoifer is indeed hearing it, not blowing it. The mitzvah can't be to blow the shoifer because it wouldn't work with its own shoifer. It wouldn't work when the shoifer is underground and I'm above ground. I should get the mitzvah because I blew it. And it wouldn't make sense that one person can blow the shoifer for everyone because I didn't blow the shoifer. Elamai, the mitzvah is hearing. Nevertheless, the machlekes in the Rishayim, do you make the brach on hearing or on blowing? And we're saying the machlekes is, do you just lock the brach onto the mitzvah itself, whether that's actively being done or passively being done, or do we say that a mitzvah, when I'm doing, I'm making a bracha, the bracha has to be on an action, has to be actionized, you can make another, never make a bracha. Bracha can't take effect on something that you're not doing. So the only place where the shaver is actionized is in producing the sand, which comes with specific conditions, and that's the opinion of the other shaver, that's why I made the bracha on blowing the shaver, and thank you all for joining everyone, have a wonderful day.